Dynasty Hot Sauce Podcast. I am Larry Monkey, and I am here with Justin Rogers. What's up, my man? Yo, 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 we back at it. What's going on? Another time, another week, another week down the tubes, and it's getting, I don't know, man, my head is mush right now because I've just been in this whirlwind of rookie drafts that kind of just hit the ground running as soon as the NFL draft ended, and it's one after another. Uh, just the feeling you get when you're when you get when all those eliminators are going on the John Bosch eliminators and maybe we'll talk about that later because I don't, I don't know how are you feeling right now because you're in a bunch as well right yeah but I came out the two that I've been in that actually I had three but one of them I only had like a fourth rounder in so it didn't matter maybe a third and a fourth but the other two like one's an auction and I'm killing it Killing, killing, killing that one. Right, right, right. And the other one, I had the 101 and a couple other picks in the first round of a 16-team Superflex. Old HQ mm. one. So, so I'm doing, I'm feeling pretty fat rookie draft so far. Feeling nice and happy about them. Hmm. So, do you know what time it is? Do you have the time? Uh, You know, on the clock it says 8.16, but I think you're getting at something else here. I think I am. What do you mind? Do you have Do you have any idea what time it is? Should I should I do like a little like what time is it? What time is it? What time is it? It's Terra time. What time is it? It's Terra time. Terra Victoria on the Dynasty Hot Sauce Podcast. Welcome to the it. show. <laughs> Thank you guys. I love it. Thank you guys for having me. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. We're ha- uh, we're super pumped. I mean, so. Yeah, you interviewed Matthew Barry a couple weeks ago. Stefania Bell. Yeah. I mean, what, what, what are you slumming here? What, what's going on? You're up at the, you're at the apex, and now you're just boom, ground zero. What happened here? You're hanging out with us tonight? No, this is awesome. <laughs> you kidding me? This is like when you go. So she she's been at like the the five star restaurants, and uh, she she ate. She had a fine a few glasses of wine. And now it's late and she's going to the dive bar to play some pool. That's what that's, this is right that's here. About right. Yeah. The bars are closed and you go <laughs> you gotta to the, order something, you know, from yeah. the kitchen. It's yeah, just you, from you the microwave. Greasy burger. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dump the hot sauce pot right after. Yeah. yeah. That's where I want to. That's where I want to be. So, yeah. So the Dynasty Vipers, how are things going over there? It's going great. It's been a, a couple of months with them and I feel really fortunate to have connected with them. It's funny. Um, I actually met them on Clubhouse, started over there having some conversations, met Matt and Cal and Major. And now all of a sudden we're, you know, they invited me in and I am super happy and thrilled and it could not be going any better. I would have never thought that like, you know, I'd be sitting here talking to um, Matthew Berry, Stefania Bell, uh, Matt Harmon. It's kind of crazy, but it's been going awesome. That's yeah, incredible. Matt Donnelly, friend of the show. Matt Donnelly. Mm-hmm. He's great. We're talking about rookie traps, but you have not gotten into one just yet. You Tell us about the draft. That, what do you have, one tomorrow? Yeah, and I'm oddly nervous about it, and I don't know why because I don't even have a first-round picks, but I'm really <laughs> – <laughs> so I don't know why. I'm like, okay, we're getting started first thing in the morning, and I'm like, I'm not even going to be – unless they go oddly fast, which I don't think so. 12-team, you know, what are we talking so about So, no, here? it's uh, it's one QB, 
10 teams. And it's, uh, it's funny because, so I'm not in a ton of leagues. I don't have a lot of people. Well, I am now since I've gotten into the community and a lot more opportunities this year, but I don't have a ton of people that I know that really even care about sports in general, let alone play fantasy football. So this league is a league that I'm in with my brother and his friends. We've been, um, and we've been doing redraft for a while and we decided we wanted to, you know, give dynasty a try. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's really interesting because they're all in one place. And the reason that the draft has been so delayed is because they couldn't decide what they wanted to do. They wanted to do one draft together. Um, and like, a, I think it's like a, on a bachelor party weekend. And then they decided that was not a good idea. And so, so yeah, then we finally settled on just doing a slow draft and then starting it tomorrow morning. And, and yeah, I don't have a first round pick. I don't pick until the late second round. And Ooh. so, yeah. And so I know my, I know my strategy going in and, you know, in terms of who I'm targeting in those late in the late second but I'm really interested to see how they're going to um, do the first five picks because we've had a lot of people that are kind of deflecting <laughs> in terms of trying to maybe mask who they're, they're doing picking. Some Kyle Shanahan speak out there. Is that what they're yes, doing? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> GM speak. Exactly. Yeah, and we've it. got one guy that uh, that has Watson in his main quarterback, and then Goff is his only other quarterback on his mm. team. And, and so, yeah, and he keeps saying, you know, I'm, no, I'm sticking with Watson. I'm sticking with Watson. You we're like, no, you better take a quarterback. You don't understand what's going on. <laughs> Sounds like one of the adjustment teams. Yeah, well, no, because I have backups everywhere I have Watson. Does this league do a lot of trading at all? Or, I mean, what kind of, um, you know, is there any oh, yeah. way you can kind of sneak into the back end of that first round somehow? Or any, you have any expendable players right now on your team, existing players? So I'm oddly, I'm oddly tied to a lot of my players that people are coming after. So like uh, Kenny Galladay oh. is one that I've gotten a couple offers on. Ooh. And yeah, and I just kind of feel like he owes me, you know? <laughs> like, so what kind of offers are you getting for Yeah, Kenny let's Galladay. talk about those offers for, for me. Galladay. Yeah, it's not good. Um, no. Like I had someone offer me every single 2023 pick. Ooh. I'm like, mm. I'm like, yeah, but at the same time, I can kind of see where that's heading for you. And so I'm going to end up with at like the very best it would be as a mid, probably a late. And then just kind of oh, like, yeah. Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, 10 team, even if the end of the second round, I don't know. I might package Galladay yeah. to get Do you have a competitive, competitive team. Do you have a competitive team right now in that league? I drafted pretty competitive. It started up last year. So the time that we drafted was kind of closer towards the season is when we decided that we wanted to take a dynasty. If you remember around that time, there was all the drama around Kamara. For some reason, they were all very, very scared. And so I ended up getting Kamara at the seventh pick, I think. And then it just kind of went, you know, it tumbled uphill from there for me. Nice. <laughs> yes. I like and that so, yeah. you that tumbled uphill. Yeah. Nice. And so it was a, it was a very, uh, yeah, I don't want to toot my own horn, but it's been, it was a very dominant season that ended in just despair in the championship when, mm -hmm. you know, I got let down vastly by a whole bunch of injuries and kind of holiday. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Which yeah. is why I feel like he owes me because, you know, I sat there and, you know, he, Oh, there's reports of here. No, no, we saw him running. He's, you he, know, he's coming back. Like, just keep in mind, he just went from Matt Stafford to <clears throat> Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just saying. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Many times. Oh, yeah, I don't know if I push it out to 2023. Although that draft class is reportedly supposed to be good. 
Yeah. yeah. I would I would try to get my hands on one of those 23 picks yeah. for sure. Yeah. Sure. I got offered 2022 first and I was like, no, 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 no. So yeah, it'll be interesting. I'm excited. So Justin, you have you uh, had any rookie drafts that kind of pop out to you lately? How many have you had so far? All right, I've done two drafts in, in an auction. Our commissioner nominates the players. During the third day, which I guess would be the equivalent of the third round, he said, uh, does anybody have any sleepers out there? And I said, don't nominate anybody unless somebody <laughs> asks for them. Because these players that are being nominated, he's already had to drop three guys. Because he nominated, <laughs> he's been nominating them with his team. So he upped the roster with like 50 guys so that he could put 12 guys out there. And then he ended up getting $1 players because nobody wanted them. I mean, there are guys out there. I'm like, wait, who, who, huh, what? So, doesn't make any sense. We're on the very last end of it. And uh, Trey Sermon's still there. Rashad Bateman and Elijah Moore. Why? Bunch of, I had a lot of that money, and I kept resetting players every morning. So I'd win my players and then reset those. Yeah, this is that draft that you kind of accumulated all these auction picks. And Are you interested to hear what I've attained in this auction? I saw a couple yeah. screenshots, but yeah, let's let's. Okay, so I started out the only reasonable or even interesting assets on my team. This is a Superflex, 12-team Superflex, one-and-a-half tight end premium. Dak and Stafford, Jefferson and Judy. That's it. And those four players. I now own Trevor Lawrence. Justin Fields, Trey Lance, Harris, <laughs> wow. Etienne, Pitts, Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddle, Rondell Moore, Amari Rogers, and Pat Fryermuth. I got a team. <laughs> yeah, you just went and got the first round, huh? <laughs> yeah, I got eight, uh, you know, eight of the consensus first rounders, and I haven't decided. I've still got like six hundred something dollars, and I, I still have the big stack. I haven't decided if I want to overpay for anybody or just let it ride and trade some of that auction money in the season for a running back or something, but. Yeah, it's been a good draft. So, yeah, that one popped out for me. Hello. Yeah, From worst a, to a serious contender, for sure. I have a rookie draft that's ongoing right now. Two have completed, or actually three have completed, and I think I have a couple in June. There was a little bit of drama in a couple of these leagues. I don't know if you mm -hmm. guys have experienced any drama in your rookie drafts. I got a message out of the blue that said, I'm out of the league. How could you have the draft on Mother's Day weekend? <laughs> <laughs> Like everybody is running drafts right now. <laughs> I mean, I was like, listen, I'm sorry. I, you know, if you had said something before the three seven, you know, maybe we could have accommodated <laughs> you and had it at a different on a different date. Yeah, but you're DMing me, and you're like, this draft started on Friday. Wait, <laughs> yeah, yeah. tell me that he knew too. It, I just think he didn't like the way the draft went and it dipped out. He's like, oh, well, he had just smoke. timed out, and it was Mother's Day, so I don't know. Well, whatever, you know. And that, there he was that. out on the three oh seven in this draft. I mean, twelve team league. Yeah, twelve team yeah. league. I mean, he didn't really miss out on anybody. Maybe he missed out on like two two Atwell or somebody like that. There was some some big time drama today, and I, and I want to tell this story because this was like I feel bad for you. I feel bad. I, I was uh, this, this, and this normally I'm like I'm not a drama person. I don't. I try not to get involved. That's not my thing, you know. But I was like right in the middle of it this time. So this is a, uh, a the, we talk about the run and gun league, the Scott Connor league, who I've, it's a Debbie depleted league. So the rookie draft is you're allowed to take 12 Debbie players in the rookie draft that waters down the current batch of rookies that would normally be in a draft because they were picked. Some of them were picked last year or, or the year prior. I'm kind of light on running back. My team is okay. I'm light on running back. And it's the second round. It was the two, it was like the two, three. 
and Michael Carter's out there. I'm a lot higher on Michael Carter than most. Well, that's because of the, the fathead stickers behind you. So yeah, we, <laughs> that's, that's <it>. <laughs> <laughs> we, we know the, the obvious reason why I'm a big Michael Carter fan, but after doing a lot of digging after the pick and I was aware of him prior. I mean, I was, I, we, we watched him at the senior bowl, take that pile of, of players into the end zone. He had a great senior bowl and he is a lot. He's, he's a lot. He's a highlight reel. You know, he's like a human highlight reel. Yes. He has the same. I think he was drafted four picks later than, than Devontae Freeman of uh, Justin's old running back. He's a Falcons fan there. I think they have similar makeup and he's in that Shanahan system, you know, and I feel like, He's that that style of run. I can kind of take over that backfield since they really have nobody else. So he's got that path to, he's got that path to the field. Uh, so anyway, I had zero in on Michael Carter, and I'm trying, I'm trying to make a play for him. Another pick goes off, so I move on to the next guy. I start making throwing deals out his way. He makes his pick. Carter's still there. I, I'm on to the next guy. Then I see Jason Witten getting picked. Now this is a two tight end, one point seven five premium. Now. You know, I see that and I'm just like, you know, of course it's Jason Witten. So, but I don't know a damn thing about Witten. I know that he played last year. I, I'm not, I wasn't hundred percent sure that he retired, even though he did in January, I guess. Uh, but at the time I'm just like, okay, Witten, the guy picked Witten onto the next guy. So I start negotiating with the next guy for the, the Michael Carter pick, which I think we're at the two eight right now. Yeah. The, the two eight or the two nine at this point, I make the deal. I give up Irv Smith. And this is a heavy tight end premium. So I give up Irv Smith and I get a Devi pick, Michael Carter. Yeah. So, well, the pick that I thought was Michael Carter. Boom. I make the deal. I paid a lot for him. I knew he was going off the board any second and I wanted that running back. So, boom. I, I made the deal. Go to the draft page and CAR for the search. Nobody. And I'm like, where is he? So he was just here a second ago. I go to the draft results page, commish or co commish. Swapped out his Witten pick with Michael Carter. I'm like, first of all, I'm like, was that, you know, did I do? Because my first instinct in any type of anything, I'm just like, all right, I must, I'm the idiot here. I always blame myself. And I'm like, wait a minute. I thought I saw Witten. Maybe I didn't because it was such an outlandish pick anyway. <laughs> and, I, and I went into the chat and I'm like, did anybody see Witten up there? Or is it just me? You know? So then I start doing some digging. Then they're like, yeah, so-and-so put it in by mistake. It's up in the chat. And then, so I'm just like, oh, I don't know. And I'm thinking, I'm like, wait, I, well, I, now I'm like, I didn't give up Irv Smith for fucking Dwayne Eskridge or <laughs> Davis Mills and a Debbie pick. I gave it up for what I thought was Michael Carter. So when you're making a Debbie pick, they're not in the system. So you have to enter in a, just a dummy name. So he made this Debbie selection for Bryce Young, but he actually took Bryce Young with his last pick four picks earlier. Didn't even know that. So they're all hammering him in the chat. Dude, you're an idiot. Why did you do that? This and that. While I'm negotiating with the next guy looking right. for the Michael Carter pick. And then that guy was pissed because he was like, well, I would have taken Michael Carter, but I know that he, I know that the other guy messed up. So I, I made the trade for Irv Smith. And he goes, I don't want to give up Irv Smith now. And I'm like, well, what the f So what is this fucking yeah. thing? So, <laughs> so, I, so I make a deal with the guy that fucked everything up to begin with, who took Michael Carter, and I gave him the pick that I got from the Smith trade and a 20-22 second. I know it's completely confusing. 
But anyway, I ended up probably getting screwed the most. I got my guy at the time. I was I was pissed and I, I contemplated like, do I want to be in a league like this? You know, Scott's a legit, you know, he's a good guy and a legit guy. So and he's he knows how to commission a league and he made like a private chat to talk about it. And I, I don't know, there was just all timing. He's just like timestamp here and i'm like i don't you know i don't know what the fuck anyone's talking about right now at this point so whatever one guy had a beef the, the irv smith guy had a beef because i don't know it was just a ton of drama the way this should have gone wow. down is the the other commish lost his pick because he screwed up the whole thing the guy you traded with was able to take michael carter and you have irv smith on your roster still and it just resets and you guys keep trucking along if the guy wanted sincerely wanted michael carter right otherwise then the, the trade stands and you can draft michael carter the dude, yes agreed. The, the guy the created the co-commish created a big issue there or he should have just chosen a different debbie player you know oh well you chose bryce young already so now you need to choose somebody else Right. Well, he mm. couldn't take a Debbie player because they were all were all used up. You're only allowed to take 12. 12. And by that point in the draft, he wasn't allowed to take mm. another Debbie player. So he really screwed. Yeah, I was pissed at first. At first, I was like, I thought I did something wrong. And then as I started piecing the stuff together, I don't know. There was just a lot of weird stuff. And I don't know. I was right in the middle of it. And one dude seemed to get all pissy about it. I was just and I was just like, man, I don't give a fuck. It's just fantasy football. If you're gonna, so you had to give up an extra. 22 yeah. second to yeah. get I, yeah so i don't have a 22 second because of all this drama mm. oh. blame blame well i yeah. sincerely hope michael carter works out he better be Devonte freeman or else i'm gonna be pissed because i have him in a bunch of spots and you yeah. know speaking of rookies that you've been targeting is there any rookies that you might have a little crush on that you're trying to get on on your teams yeah so so again it's kind of rough for me because i i don't think i'm going to be able to get a lot of players that i would like to have but one person that i think and let me make sure that i don't send this link out to anybody so that they can like uh <laughs> snipe yeah. me tomorrow <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, don't, don't worry this won't be out tomorrow may, maybe tomorrow <laughs> later i don't know but i'll, I'll be sure to get it out in two days yes <laughs> but um i would like to have amon ross st brown and it's going to be kind of weird because i so i stashed tyrell williams last year just kind of at the end of the draft i was like okay yeah and then i had brashad Perriman. i will have the if i got this i would have the entire detroit uh, wide receiver core oh, <laughs> which is not know. which is not a good idea in their situation for me i'm not going to get anything the likelihood of me getting a lot out of Perriman or tyrell williams is slim to none Yep. So if the opportunity is there to get Amonra and be able to put him and actually play him, because I don't have a lot of faith in my ability to put the others in my starting lineup with the wide right receivers that I have, I would take that chance and then maybe pawn off the other two if, if they do all right. But another person that I would like to have is, and this is a little controversial one, I'm looking for value pick running backs and I don't, and I like Michael Carter, but I don't think he's going to get to me uh, just because I know that, some, that a couple people desperately need him. But I want um, I want to try Gamewell because mm -hmm. I don't have a lot of confidence in Sanders' ability to make it through the season. And I, I know right it's a it's a shaky running back situation. I know that <laughs> it's highly possible that Howard gets like, I don't know, like five <laughs> goal yard or goal line touchdowns. But right. I like the opportunity there in terms of where I would be able to pick him. Now, if somebody's reaching for him, by all means, I would pass. I'm not going to reach for him. I think that's a running back that I could have a decent opportunity with. 
I was really trying to uh, give you the benefit of the doubt and uh, really build a friendship here <laughs> with this mild standard slander. I don't know if I can tolerate this. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not even drinking tonight, so I can't even crack a new beer and, and just drink my sorrows away for that. I just took Carry On Johnson in a startup. Ah. <laughs> and the reason I did was because he's going to be a free agent next year. And he's only 24 years old. There'll be someone that gives him a shot. He still has that second round draft capital and he got picked right up by the Eagles. So there, there has to be some, yeah. what of a market for him. He and he's going to get play. Yeah. That's the thing about the Eagles running back crew is that, you know, he's going to get play. That's my whole theory with Gamewell is that I think there's just, I think there's an opportunity there. Cause I just don't have a lot of faith in, in Sanders. I was, I was really big on Gamewell all the way through the off season. I did. I thought he would be a late day, day three or a late day two, early day three pick and making it to the fifth round. That really frustrated me because I was hoping for higher. So where exactly is your second round pick? Hot off the press, DLF, one quarterback ADP for May. Nice. Well, we can give you an idea of who might be sitting out there for you. So it's two night. Yes. Because she lost in the championship game. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Two nine, so we're talking- probably to a Miles Sanders owner. <laughs> no, no, to a Jeff Wilson owner. So yeah, oh. you, can you can you imagine how? <laughs> well, actually, Larry knows that quite well because uh, <laughs> he lost to a team that had a bunch of thrown together parts too. So yeah, yeah. It's Jeff, Jeff Wilson and Leonard Fournette. I think so, Wilson, that, that Jeff Wilson was that that was terrible. Jeff Wilson yeah. watched Did it. Like, wasn't it a Saturday game too? Oh, mm-hmm. Yikes! So a you- ridiculous amount of season high points. I was like, great, thank mm-hmm. you. This is. So I'm on St. Brown. My fall to you. That is the two eight right now for one quarterback. Mm-hmm. Zach Wilson, like two oh seven. You might want to package that your third rounder with your two oh nine and see if you can move up a couple spots just in case. That's what I might try, try yeah. to do. So if I could trade up, the one person that I would target is Bateman. I know that's another little controversial one because I guess maybe maybe I just like controversial people. Yeah. <laughs> But I really think he definitely has the ability to step into the wide receiver one role. I'm convinced that Baltimore has seen the light and that they have to increase their pass volume. So you'd hope so. So I I have Bateman in that waddle. I don't want to put Devontae Smith in there because everyone knows how I feel about Devontae Smith. But Hmm. Rondell Moore, that tier there. So yeah, uh, I like Bateman a lot. Um, I actually traded up for him in uh, HQ1. Traded up to the 114. I actually, I traded Larry's 2022 first to get there. Dynasty Trades HQ Rookie Draft just took place. And, and we had a big show around that last year. This year, I had one pick. So, I mean, it was just not, <laughs> it wasn't exactly. Was not in, my, in, in our uh, Lollapalooza in there. Because, I mean, it was moving and grooving. This particular uh, league, Tara, is a, it's a 16-team super flex with a tight end premium, Dynasty Trades HQ guys, and a, and a lot of other fun fun folks. And Justin has been in a rebuild for a couple of years now. He had a bunch of the first-round picks. He did a lot of wheeling and dealing leading up to this draft. And you feel like you improved your team a little bit, Justin. After after your first draft of like a big time investment, big time team investment this go around. It's hard not to feel improved since the only two players that anybody anywhere would want to roster were Kyler and Patrick. And in the 16 team Superflex, I had Kyler, Kyler Murray and Patrick Mahomes. I somehow won a few games early in the year. The tank tracker was born. Early in the season last year, right. we had the <laughs> tank tracker. Uh, I managed to lose enough games to get the third pick. I had traded for a pick that turned into the 101. So, yeah. I mean, I ended up with, I traded the 103 and I think the 205 for Christian McCaffrey. I traded for Miles Sanders later. Drafted Rashad Bateman. Got 
Trevor Lawrence, um, Pat Fryermuth. So I feel pretty, I mean, really good about my draft. I picked up an extra first next year. So now I have four firsts next year. I'd like to at some point move those and get some more wide receiver help because I have, I got to make some moves there if I want to try and compete this year, which I think I'm, I, I would like to. So I don't want to do a three. I, I would prefer not to do a three year rebuild. If I don't get the value, then sure, I'll, I'll make moves and, or I'll, I'll sit, stand pat for a while. But I got Miles Sanders. Christian McCaffrey and Kareem Hunt uh, running back. So, and then Evan Ingram and Adam Troutman and some others at tight end. Yeah, for yeah. Prime mentioned primary. So, I feel like it's a team that could be competitive for sure with a few more moves. So, Terry, you're relatively new to Dynasty. How are you finding it? Are you enjoying yourself? I'm liking oh. it a lot. So, I know my limit in terms of my ability to win. Oh, that's no. what you think. My limit was uh, three at one point, then it was six leagues at one point, and then uh, now this year I'll be entering with 12 leagues that I have to set lineups in. And I'm just like a little <laughs> junior guy. You know, I don't. I don't have thirty or forty. That will never happen. I can never do thirty. I or 40 can't. I can't do that. Or fifty or sixty or whatever some of these guys are doing. But yeah, I was sure. No way. No way. I can do six. No way. I can do eight. No way. I can do ten. Yeah. So I'm hoping that it turns into thirteen with the Scott Fishbowl. But we'll, you know, fingers yeah. crossed on that. But uh, yeah. otherwise, yeah, twelve for now. So do you play any other redraft or DFS or anything like that? I mean, have you ever even considered Devi? So yeah, I've considered Devi. I've mainly done redraft with maybe like one or two keepers. I do a lot of, <laughs> I do more DFS than I should. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I guess, you know, maybe a little gambling addict. But <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But, but yeah, I love DFS. My one random specialty is for some reason, and I, I think it's maybe just, kind of like I just like correlations. I love specifically doing picks against the spread. That's my that's my one odd skill set that for some reason I just like statistical analysis. I think I'm maybe working on dedicating some time to kind of working on statistics and creating some correlation models maybe to help me out with DFS. Nice. Uh, yeah, and see how that and see how that goes. So yeah, keep an eye out for that. But yeah, um, I, I do really, really like DFS. I cut you off earlier. What do you think is your sweet spot for or your limit for leagues? I think five. I think. Oh, that's so cute. No way. No, no way. Fair. That's fair for a brand new player. I mean. Yeah, no. I mean, I, are you going to join any startups this year? So no, I'm just joining redrafts. I'm kind of, not that because I, I love Dynasty, but I'd want to invest with the right people for dynasty i mentioned before that um our crew, yes our, our crew is on clubhouse major and uh they've and uh, a guy named sean they've come up with a really uh cool idea to do a championship league within our kind of clubhouse crew of two separate two separate 12 league but i think they might be up to four actually but uh two separate 12 team leagues that will meet up and then have a championship before between the champions for them. And they might have enough people to do another two set of that. And then kind of the theory around that is that, you know, as we keep going and keep growing, we'll keep expanding it and then have just kind of like this, you know, the winner's league, the you lose, you get bumped down to the next league. It's kind oh, yeah. of a, yeah, kind of a cool idea. We are in a league. We are in a league just like that, called the nice. Dynasty Diagnostic Champions League, based off of yeah. the Dynasty Diagnostic podcast from Aton Mosia and Stompy run. Then and the Outhouse, I think, plays a part in running the league as well. But yeah, it's uh, Outhouse runs the league. Let's be honest. Yeah, it was it was Aton's brainchild, and then poor Russ got saddled with it. 
<laughs> right, but it, it's, it's just like you said. It's four twelve-team leagues, four copy, four twelve-team leagues, and there is, and it all shakes itself out in terms of winning and bumping your, you get bumped up to the next whatever. And I don't know. Like I, I like I said, I just kind of set my lineup, and somebody tell me if I won or lost, or when I should stop setting it. But it gets more confusing <laughs> towards the end. But now that that draft is in like June or something for us, Larry. Right, that is no, right. a draft nice. that's in June. I don't know when ours is probably or sometime around the same time period. So that one and then a few more. So I think I'm at I think I'm at five. So maybe my limit is past that. Um, <laughs> you can always the key is deciding in season what your limit is. Because yeah. everyone feels like they can manage more leagues until they get to the season and they have to set lineups and do waivers and respond to trades and stuff like that. That's when it's like, oh man, yeah, this is too many, or I want more. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're a Packers fan. You mentioned you were from South yeah. Carolina, currently yes. living in Houston, but you're a Green Bay Packers fan. Yeah. Where do you make that connection? So when I was growing up, the Carolina Panthers didn't exist, and then they were a expansion team. I think maybe was that like 96 or 97, something like that? The, I actually drove past i drove to charlotte north carolina to pick up a friend i drove past that stadium with the panther out front and that was in 96 so 96. they must have been okay. brand new or so the panthers have done a really good job of kind of infiltrating south carolina uh, <laughs> and gathering up fans in there but the people in south carolina really when they existed we really weren't like you know okay great you know the team of kid they were kind of a north carolina team and so a lot of us have random teams. Um, everyone in my family, uh, my brother's a Titans fan, a bunch of Dallas fans, which is kind of like an obvious win, but a bunch of Dallas fans, Atlanta Falcons fans. But um, there wasn't really any kind of local loyalty when I kind of got into football. And I was just really into Brett Favre. And I know that's the obvious thing. But yeah, that, that was it for me. And I just stayed a loyal Packers fan forever. So you Brett Favre or Aaron Rodgers guy now? Or lady, excuse me. <laughs> well, <laughs> so <laughs> when we got into the whole controversy, I was on the side of let's just go ahead and move on to Rogers, even though I was really just like, I know, what? I know, I know. <laughs> rip the bandaid off, right? Just rip it off. I know. Let's get, yeah, I'm, I'm, I get because, you. You know, let's say you, got, you drafted this guy, every, you're getting good reports yeah. out, of, out of camp, and, and Brett's yeah. playing his whole, I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah, but every Larry, year he was just like, I'm going to retire. I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah, yet. but Larry, I'm going to give you a till, till whatever. Larry, she became a Packers fan because of Brett Favre. It's not like yeah. living in Jersey and being a Jets fan. Yeah. It's, different but like but like with what larry was saying like it was years of kind of like back and forth oh, yeah, and back for sure. and forth what's he doing is he not it was kind every of crazy. year dude it was like come on yeah. already it's like drew Brees, like with this past year or two yeah so yeah, i understood why the organization was kind of like was frustrated and why they were just ready to move on i got that i was on the side of okay let, let's just go ahead now i was hurt <laughs> in terms of when he eventually teams he eventually moved on to that was kind of hurtful <laughs> okay so now now you're in a similar position yeah with uh aaron Rodgers, how are you feeling you want to move on to jordan love or no or you want to like <laughs> you want to shackle aaron Rodgers to green bay and just you know make sure that he stays there forever yeah for me it's you stay right here you retire we're not letting go like it's not i don't want to let that no and i hate to be that packers fan that says that thing like, but in case like you know one day you like meet aaron Rodgers and you don't want to be like but uh, but yeah i i want us to hold on to him i don't think that there's it just doesn't make any logical sense for me in terms of just trading him 
Because I know a lot of people like, just go ahead and get the value at him. Just go ahead and get the value at him. But what value are you really getting for what he can give you right now? You know, I understand where he's coming from. I understand where he's why he's mad. I am a little kind of like on the, you know, come on, man, we made a mistake. Like, can you can Lots we just, of mistakes, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> can we just like, can we just please come to some kind of like, some kind of agreement? Um, so I get it. I get it why he's upset, but I don't think we should move on from him. It doesn't make sense to me. And it, I just don't think that we should trade him at all. We just need to stick it out and hope that, you know, though I don't know what to believe with all these rumors, but the rumor yeah. that they offered him a big contract extension, um, which is, you know, yeah, just just go ahead, sell out. Yeah. Because at this point, I mean, we are at a point where we are in a position to win now. And they did a good job with the draft. I think they made the right decisions with the picks that they took and when they took them. I think they addressed all that the needs that they needed to. We did get our wide receiver that fills a spot that we really needed. At this point, I feel like we made moves that can take us to that next level and i just want us to stay the course okay well rogers right well yeah well speaking <laughs> of speaking of uh wide receivers and we kind of when we asked earlier who you were excited for i really expected with the clemson ties <laughs> Me and too. packers fandom that was that, a no-brainer that, I, that you were gonna I, go with Mario rogers and then you you went out west coast and it's like well, well, I'm no i guess i was thinking second round I, I speak as a homer all the time i'm not gonna lie on that <laughs> <laughs> you know um uh, cornell powell will probably end up on my team just for fun at some point but, yeah. um but no i guess i was thinking in terms of that second round pick but i do want to target amari rogers and because it's a 10 team league and right. so i think that in the third round I can get him. The only problem is, is that we're all from South Carolina. That makes it a little complicated mm -hmm. in terms of, I don't know who's going to act like a homer and then try and draft him before they should draft him. For all I know, because I know that some people are, I know one person in particular is like reaching for Terrace Marshall because of him playing there in Carolina. And so I don't know if I can get him in the third round, I would like to, if I see that there's an opportunity, maybe I can find a way to trade up and get him, but I, I don't want to reach for him just because I'm, I'm super high on him. I think he fits perfectly into the role that he needs to play in green Bay. But the reality is, is that he's not going to be the wide receiver one on that oh team. yeah right zero chance of that yeah so i don't want to sit there and reach in the second round it's there's just not a chance that he can be that person for, for what i think he can be i'm super high on him i just don't want to reach <laughs> so that's a big thing with me he's in a 10 team league according to dlf rookie adp for may he may not make it to you he's the 3-1 so he's yeah. right there. So, yeah it's kind of like a muddy kind of yeah Oh, Blair. Falls right oh, there. Falls so right I'm the going in the second round of 12-team Superflex. So I'm surprised he's all the way into the third in a one QB. So they, they give you 10 draft places. at a t They give him 10 mock drafts. And the highest he was taken, 25th pick. And the earliest he was taken was the 15th pick, which would be at the 2-5. Yeah. Um, where wow. the latest is the 305. So, you know, you're at the 29. There's a good mm -hmm. chance he falls yes, right into yeah, your lap yeah. there. I mean, there's a chance St. Brown falls. St. Brown or Rogers for you? Roger. <sighs> okay. So I, I feel like you might like Amara um, St. Brown a little bit more as a player and his situation. 
but then you have to weigh like who do you want to cheer for on Sunday? Yeah, exactly. And how <laughs> and how many times would I get the opportunity to have a Clemson Tiger and a Green Bay Packer yeah. at the same time? That's kind of that's yeah. kind of crazy. Got to get um, your guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. It is, yeah. Right <laughs> now, we're gonna we're gonna yeah. be uh, looking on Twitter to see what your pick is. And having this discussion is kind of helping me out because now that I think about it, I'm kind of like so. I kind of took two approaches last year. I drafted a rookie that I ended up uh, or Antonio Gibson that I ended up flipping for high value. Then on the other end, I ended up I ended up selling off a couple of pieces to acquire more rookies that I didn't take in the draft, uh, like Brandon Ayuk. And I kind of want to take that approach this year of not being tied to rookies. So when I'm looking for a rookie, I want someone who I have the opportunity to maybe flip for somebody else because I because I am a contender right now. So mm-hmm. if I can take that maybe Amon Ross St. Brown and then flip him for somebody else that I can utilize heavier right now, if he gets a good start to the season, that's more advantageous to me. So I guess I kind of have got that thought in my head. And I don't know if I, I feel like Amari Rogers is a lifer if he gets onto your team. It's not a flip situation. That's fair, yeah. especially your team. Where yeah, yes. <laughs> like, oh, I don't want to move this guy. You know, he's on my favorite team and he played for my college team. And, you know, I love him. He's so pretty. So <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So if you want also want to look at the Dynasty Nerds, he is the 19th player in their rankings. Okay. Which wow. okay. just so happens to be the 209. Hmm. Mm. Hmm. Okay. Okay. So, out of so all their ra- the way they game. do it, they merge all of their rankers to to create a the overall rank. But as far as Amari Rogers, the earliest he was chosen was the fifteenth and latest twenty second. So there's your window of Amari Rogers. Whereas, yeah, I don't think it'd be a reach if you took him there. If that's the way you want yeah. to go, you yeah. know, if that's the route you want to go. And St. Brown's right there with him as well. You know, exactly. then you know you got yeah. the quarterbacks there. I don't know how how you're doing at quarterback, but. Uh, I got lucky at quarterback. Uh, I have Kyler, but I have uh, Stafford that got traded here. So the trade. All right. So you don't need it. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, Yeah. I mean, you might be able to get uh, Gainwell could fall to you somewhere in the early third. Uh, Mm -hmm. You probably have to make a move for that, but he's, he's going not too far. He's going probably mid third here. How many rounds did your rookie draft? Four, five. I think it's four. Yeah. Mm. Package your 309 and your fourth. Move up in the third, get Gainwell. Yeah, because there's nobody up in the fourth. I'd be trying to consolidate in the back of the draft for sure, even Mm -hmm. throwing in a 2022 fourth or something like that. Yeah. Okay, take these two fourth rounders that I really – I covet them, (laughs) but I'm willing to give them to you. Yeah. What time is it? It's the Deshaun Watson value check. Oh, baby. Here we are. Deshaun Watson. What is he worth today? What is he worth in the month of May? Justin, have you acquired any uh, Deshaun Watson shares lately? Are you over that? Are you over? You've moved on. No, I think there's been so much silence that no one's doing anything with him anymore. You know, I got a couple shares earlier and now I'm just holding on and waiting for news. Like, what do we do? Now, Tara, are you are you a buyer or a seller when it comes to Deshaun Watson? I would buy for the right price. I've seen a couple of, of people that are kind of packaging him up with a first round, a late first round, and then maybe like a subpar quarterback. And I think that's fair. I would I would be a buyer. So would you give up the 
111 and 311 for Deshaun Watson and the 211? oh my gosh as always we go to the dynasty trade finder on the dlf dynasty league football well while you're pulling that up larry yeah the the hq chat right now has been talking this or that with watson some watson chatter watson or hertz watson or hertz yeah holy moly Huh. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> I think there was talk about Fields a few days ago. Yeah, give me I'd Fields. Take, Why not? I take Fields at this give point. Me fields and be done with it. But yeah. uh, but it sounds like these trades that you're showing that you're about to tell. I'm guessing their value is anywhere near that in the trades. Oh no, not unless you want the 112, the 201, and the 211 for Deshaun in a 2022 second. <laughs> oh my gosh. I feel like I read your mind on that one. <laughs> oh, you guys ready to puke? How are your stomachs? You have a garbage can sitting next to you? Deshaun uh, Watson yeah. or Case Keenum in the 112? No, stop it. Wow. <laughs> stop it. So I got him for for Jared Goff and Corey Davis, so I get it. I mean, I, I, I don't get it, but I get it. Uh-oh, here's another one. Deshaun Watson for Ben Roethlisberger and A.J. Dillon and the 3-5. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like throwing away their future, like – Okay, so what is – I know there's risk with Watson, but it's not as risky as Ben Roethlisberger and A.J. Dillon. Oh, this yeah. one makes me sick right at right, – as soon as I see Sony Michelle, I just – I, I was <laughs> going to vomit anyway. I do that, man. One, Deshaun Watson or Sony Michelle, Odell Beckham, the 3-4 and a 2022 second. <laughs> man, a super flex. That is just brutal. Yes. Yes. Man, I'd rather yeah. sit on him for a year. Eat that year, yeah. and then he's 26, 27, and I assume he's going to be playing. So This one's kind of funny, and then we'll move on. Deshaun Watson, Kendrick Bourne, or Derek Carr and the 111? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk about this anymore. You want to be a buyer, or a, a buyer. You're not You're not selling right now. It's kind of fun. Not for that yeah. price. <laughs> not for that price. Yeah. <laughs> I have him on a contender. With uh, Dak and uh, Baker Mayfield as my other quarterbacks. Yeah. And I wish I could get something like Fields or Trey Lance, something in that range. It's not going to happen. Like I'm oh. just going to have to ride that out and hope my two stay healthy. I, mm-hmm. I just want to give you one more just because it's that terrible. Deshaun Watson or Henry Ruggs, Albert O, and the 2-1. You're right. It is ugly. That is the <laughs> ugliest <laughs> one. Anyway, the not Deshaun good. Watson value check. Thank you. That is not Bob. Trade finder. So buy Watson, buy all of him up. This is the type of stuff you can give up for Deshaun Watson. And some people, you never know. The the Watson owners are fed up. They're sick of it. They're afraid they're not going to get this guy on, on the field this year. So who knows? But in the beginning of all this, it was Joe Burrow plus. Then it was Tua straight up. And now it's like rugs in a second. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, here, take this, take this pile of trash that I'm about to throw out. Yeah. So we should touch on. Oh, you know what? So Tara, you're you're relatively new to Twitter, right? I am. Yeah. But my uh, my Twitter doesn't show it because I created it in 2009 and then just transitioned it to didn't actually use it before. But yeah, I've only been using Twitter for um, a couple months now. Yeah. Yikes. And I mean, is, Crazy, everyone treating, right? is everyone treating you well? Because there, there are some horror stories that have you run into any trolls yet? Yes. Any douchebags, as we'll call them. One, but I responded and he didn't respond. I'm a nice person, but I really wouldn't try me on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> so. 
<laughs> yes, Tara's ready to throw a beat down. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> you're part of the Vipers, so that's some serious business, man. The Dynasty mm-hmm. Vipers. Those guys are great over there. You know, Matt was a Matt joined us for our draft party. You think that? What's your ultimate goal in terms of? I mean, I guess you no know, one really has an ultimate goal when it comes to what kind of leagues they want to get into. But do you want to like move into like strictly super flex, or I mean, is the one QB enough for you? I mean, are are you a part of any tight end premiums or? So I haven't done tight end premium. I've done super flex. So I've done redraft for a while now, probably maybe a decade now. Mm-hmm. And we've done some fun things with it in term in terms of different leagues. But I've done super flex and redraft, and I did like that. But yeah, I'd be open to trying a lot of uh, a lot of different things. Dynasty. Yes, the tight end premium is a must. The yes. Superflex is a necessity. What other advice can we offer? Try an auction sometime. It's oh, the auction. Yes, yeah. just okay. as an auction guy. So much fun. I am kind of dipping not into like a real IDP league, but like a like a mini IDP league right. where like there's just like you a know, couple here. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but uh, but yeah, I'm, so I'm interested to see that uh, because yeah, I I, I want to try my my hand at IDP and see how I see how I like it. So you like extra work? I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like extra work, but I feel like I need to be like well rounded. I can't just Your continue to be like. <laughs> Your boss is yeah. in real life are like. Tara's so great. She likes to do a lot of different things and she'll do them for free. So, yeah. <laughs> it's nuts, man. The au- I'm in an auction, but it was I took over an orphan. So I missed the initial like startup draft. And again, there's another Debbie component to this, but it, they're fun because the players get nominated and you're, you're bidding on them. But I, I still don't have any rhyme or reason strategy when it comes to an auction. I'm just like throwing, wheeling and dealing and throwing money all over the place. Just, Justin probably, <laughs> we, we <laughs> he's like Mr. Auction. I'm the, I can't I'm do not. Auction. auction is my wheelhouse oh my goodness nice. <laughs> man I, I can't deal with you talking about wheeling deal and just throwing money out there the rookie drafts are great man just because all the players are there and you're you have your budget or whatever and you're just kind of throwing money around and then it's their like 15 hour time limit and then it gets down to like 26 minutes and you're like i'm gonna get this guy and then poof, somebody <laughs> somebody just beat you <laughs> back to 15 hours again that's me. That's me every morning. So this our draft started at 7 a.m. the other morning. I set an alarm because I was the big stack. So, and it's very important if you're the big stack to get your bids in first. What's the big stack? You're the, the guy with all the, all, the, all, all the stacks. The yeah, right, right. Talk to Who, who's sitting there with the most money at the table? So, yeah, big stacks over here. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So I got. I set my alarm. Got all my bids in. Some folks bid on some guys I wanted. That's fine because I just waited until mine ended. And then I went right back and I just reset the clock on all of those guys and, and rebid on them. So, uh, yeah, so it might have been an hour left and, and then I just started them back over because it's an easy way to save money in a, in a, in a uh, auction is to not not keep bidding on players. Once you have bid, once you have bid your players, wait. So I had a question, though. Mm-hmm. So with so with auction, do you find yourself when you spent a certain amount on so let's say you spent a lot of money on this one particular player, do you find sure. yourself more tied to that player in terms of holding on to him versus being able to let him go for low value? No, I don't. Um, but I, but I think it's kind of a similar thing to draft picks. Like two years in, if a guy isn't doing it, I I might be out on him. Yeah. So you know, whereas a I also don't have a monetary like limit on a player. I just like, especially if if I have the big stack. 
if I'm there, I can get a lot of players for cheap. And then toward the end, I can overpay on one or two players that I've been using to tie up other people's money. So in this instance, it was Justin Fields. So Justin Fields, every day I would reset him. Every day, one, this one guy would come in and bid on him. And he would think, okay, I got it. <laughs> and then the next morning, I'd reset the bid on it. Anyway, so Trevor Lawrence went for five hundred on the on the nose. The one hundred one was was five hundred dollars. Uh, got some guys for the three hundred, three hundred fifteen, three hundred twenty range, which is like one hundred six. I think Trey Lance was three twenty eight, and Kyle Pitts in a one and a half. I got him for three hundred, and um, I got Jamar Chase for two hundred, which is equivalent to the one eleven. So I was saving wow. money. So when I get to where okay, I've got all my guys, and Justin Fields is the last big name out there. Nah, man, I know exactly how much money you have. The proxy goes to $1 over what you have, and I will win him no matter what. I paid $572 for Justin Fields after saving all the money on the other players. Yeah. So saving six, $700 on all the others, then I can I can afford to go another $100 over what Fields should actually. So you were the literal brown or the literal bears in that situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just go ahead and move up now that I need to. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's the deal, baby? We got any trades to talk about? Have you made any trades? Yeah, but they're all like draft related. So I mean, I, I traded the 103 and the 205 for Christian McCaffrey. I traded the 110 and the 107 and the 110 for Miles Sanders and Future First or something like that, or a couple Future Firsts. I don't, I don't remember. But no, they're all draft related. It's it, rookie draft trades are so it's not player for player, so it's really hard to discuss you know what i mean did you have any good trades getting back to this league where there was all the drama was today my third pick was the two two i had the one two i took Bijan robinson and i had the one six and i took zach wilson he was out there and then at the two two i went i was a, going to take i had my eye on carter and I, and then i got an offer for sam darnold for the two two and i said okay, yeah. a starting quarterback that might be worth more than the two two yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, For halfway sure. through the season, I feel like you know what I've I've watched Sam. Like I said, been well, a couple of weeks ago, you had his image behind you on every podcast, so we know how you feel about him. Mm. <laughs> I know it's. Um, did you did you try to roll him up, or or did he get wadded up? And nah, he's in the garbage. Yeah. Yeah. That's can't the only rem- that's the last remnants in my uh, whole basement of Sam Darnold right there. <sighs> Is your Zach Wilson fat head on the way? <laughs> no, man. Uh, I don't know. I, I gotta. I, I don't know. We'll see how it goes, man. I gotta. I mean, I'm gonna re- remake this whole. I got. I need to upgrade, so I think I'm not gonna move into another part of the basement. <laughs> That's my big have you asked your wife? Have you asked your wife permission to move your stuff? Have you been like, yeah. can I? Do you mind if I move way over here? Or oh God, Mike. I've so I have a five year old and well, five and a half year old and. The place is just like a bomb hit it right now. God, if I turn my, my kids, are, around, kids get, yeah. yeah. I, I feel the same yeah. way. I've got a I've got a one and a four year old, which is why I feel like I know my limit. At, <laughs> 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 yeah. And, uh, and uh, in terms of fantasy leagues, but yeah, so I, I feel you on that. <laughs> so you got a lot of stuff going on with the Vipers. Now, how mm-hmm. often are do you guys broadcast or you specifically? Because every time I see because I'm I subscribe to the Vipers feed. And it seems like every time I I log into YouTube or whatever, there's Tara, like, you know, top of the page there with the Vipers and they're interviewing somebody. How often do you guys get into it? Yeah, I try to. I'm 
trying very hard to be there for every single one. So we have a lot of flexibility, but our normal times where we do our weekly shows are 9 p.m. Eastern time on Mondays. And so that's where where you can probably consistently catch us. But lately, because of um, a lot of the bigger names, we've been doing some midday shows, which has been good, but which is working out for me um, pretty decently. So yeah. Um, yeah, we've been, no. So yeah, we've been doing a couple a week now. Um, had a couple good runs. So yeah. What time of day did y'all do Matthew Barry's interview? Because I know he likes to do afternoon stuff. Yeah, it was at five six. Eastern. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I caught, yeah, I caught a good it's part of that. Actually, late for him. Yeah. In mm-hmm. fact, I was making dinner. And I just had the laptop open and I was listening to it in the background as I was like, what would yeah. your, what was, so what was your brother in like league make saying when you were like, yeah, I'm just yeah gonna, exactly. I got I got a zoom, I got a zoom call with Matthew Barry. So that's a funny story. So obviously my brother knows, I mean, we talk every single day, which is like the beauty of having, you know, your brother be your best fantasy, uh, friend, best friend, best fantasy friend, mm-hmm. uh, fantasy football friend. So yeah. Um, so we, so he knows everything that's going on. I have yet to tell <laughs> the rest of the home league about everything that's going on. Dude, you're gonna blow your they're gonna blow their mind when they find out that you're interviewing Stefania Bell and Matthew Barry and I don't know how much they know like if they know Matt Harmon, like the rest yeah. of us do, but like some of these names, like man, because it's it's funny because they all hide their sources in terms of who they're listening oh, to. <laughs> to get, yeah, because yeah. we everyone really thinks they have a secret source and everyone. So, yeah. No one realizes you're all listening to the same people. You know? exactly. Your makes don't know you're with the Dynasty Vipers. No, not yet. Oh, I'm, I'm waiting until the I'm I'm waiting until after the draft <laughs> to say yeah, something. That's, that's <laughs> then, like Nick Whalen, Nick Whalen, who was on a, a few weeks ago, ha- uses an alias. In yeah, he plays under an alias. Yeah. <laughs> and I have a good reason for that because they're because they're already kind of skeptical of me because of so so yeah we were talking about trades last year i'm not going to be able to get over on anybody in the near future because of a few things from last year i think i mentioned i looked antonio gibson for aj brown and so there were a couple of things where and my brother doesn't want me to mention this one but i'll go ahead and mention it um he was a saquon yeah he was a saquon owner that panicked and i quickly uh flipped devonta smith to oh. him for for Brandon Ayuk, <laughs> but in his defense, it happened really early in the season before Brandon Ayuk had actually done anything, so he was just kind of a little bit of panic mode. So I think I got put on a little bit of trade restriction in terms of people are kind of, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, yeah, eyeball, like, Ooh, eyeballing very yeah. closely. <laughs> yep, they'll right. they'll be hanging on all your words, and yeah, we we've gotten that. We've t- we talk about leagues and stuff, and leagues that we're in, and. Every once in a while, we'll talk about a player, and then I'll get trade offers. Like, oh yeah, you mm-hmm. heard. Or the guy will be like, I or the one guy will be like, we'll talk about some trade offers that we're, I'm looking to make or I've made. And you know, one one time, I got a response like, I agree with the other two guys on the pod. I'm going to need a little bit more, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Larry made the thing of, uh, of bringing up a trade offer that he made, and it's like we were both like, no, no, come on, the other guy's not going to take that. We were right. Well, we all, you know, everyone, everyone has your own values on on different players, and like you said, you know, some guys, some people you fall in love with, they're a little bit more valuable to you than they would normally be to anyone or somebody else. So exactly. All right, all right, all right. Let's do this. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Hot Sauce Podcast. One, two, three, four. Larry Monkey, Justin Roberts.
Thank you.